What's up, Danguses? Before we get into the episode, just wanted to say, if you haven't already checked out our Patreon, please do so. Patreon.com slash Rogue Squad Pod. A lot of benefits there for the Dangus Nation that is in listening to the show. Most importantly, join our WhatsApp group. It's our group text where we have Mopar, myself, and all the other Danguses in the group. We're chatting in there, sharing memes, Star Wars, and Marvel news. We got separate spoiler chats for new shows that are coming out. Lots of cool stuff. So if you want to, you know, take the conversation outside of the episodes and join the WhatsApp group, you can do that by signing up at patreon.com slash rogue squad pod. Never heard of the Millennium Falcon. She'll make 0.5 past light speed. She may not look like much, but she's got it where it counts, kid. Buzz droids. Sand people always ride single file to hide their numbers. Good day, Galaxy. Rogue Squadron Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Mopar. I am Commander Cody. And we have for you another EU Extra. Today we're talking about Ithorians. Four throats. <laughs> there's a bunch of them. I know there's a bunch. <laughs> uh, very unique species. Other than like seeing... The species in, what was it, the Cantina in 4? Yeah. Other than that, haven't really seen them. Yeah, there's a couple random ones in uh, KOTOR. Oh, yeah, yeah. And talk to you here and there. And yeah, they're on usually, Manon. You should kill them or something. No, because the Athorians... They're all over the place. I thought the Athorians were on Manon, and they were those were the species that were captured by the Sith, and they were training. Or no, that was a Selkath. What am I thinking? I don't know. Drunk. All right. Ethorians. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're going to get into that. If you haven't already checked out all of our other EU extras, we're going through species and droids and starfighters and characters and all a bunch of it, different planets. <laughs> um, so we're getting into depth in uh, EU extra details about those. So check those out. And right now, Ethorians. EU, EU, by the way, is Expanded Universe. Yeah. So if you were not familiar... If you're a new Expand, Star Wars fan or expanded unders, you're only <laughs> if you're only a movie goer, pay attention. <clears throat> we got some drop some expanded universe knowledge on you. So yeah, so Ithorians are mammals. They're from the planet Ithor, hence the name. Pretty standard here in the freaking Star Wars universe, which was a uh, it was ravaged and made it uninhabitable <clears throat> by the Yuuzhan Vong, which is part of the New Jedi Order story arc, which is now Legends. Right. So, who knows? Um, <laughs> the Yuuzhong Vong was a crazy murderous species, um, but I guess there was a large battle that happened on Ithor, and it ravaged the planet. I think there was. It, I think it says in here later on, but there's a chemical used that basically destroyed the plant life. Yeah, and the so Ithorians. No yeah, it. So it didn't like physically destroy the planet. It still exists. It's just uninhabitable. Right. Um, which makes Ithorians post movies like Wookies. They're very rare because. Kashyyyk was basically ravaged and destroyed by the Empire. So Wookiees are all over the place. Well, they're not all over the place, they're, but they're not centralized. Right. They're just kind of scattered throughout the galaxy. So. Or however you want to say. Yeah, the big thing that you notice about Thorians when they talk is that their voice is super bassy. 
and super loud. And that's because they have two mouths, one on either side of their long-ass throats and four long-ass heads, is what I meant to say. Next. And they have four throats. Ithorians. Four throats. Quite powerful. So I've heard. Two mouths, four throats. They look like freaking hammerheads. And they talk super loud. The fact that you said that, so in E.T., yeah. When Elliot talks about he he's showing ET his Star Wars figures, he says this is Lando and this is Hammerhead. I thought it was just a little kid saying like, "Oh, this looks like a Hammerhead shark, so I'm going to call him Hammerhead." But now that it, we're reading it in the goddamn official book, they're like, "No, asshole, what if it they put a it hammerhead. in the book because of ET." True. That, well, that's what I'm saying because I thought he was just making up a, a word because he's a kid. Like this is oh, it's Lando, and then I don't know what is Hammerhead, duh, and then. <laughs> But yeah, so now the fact that it's in this, it's official. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it says something weird about they, they're able to speak in stereo. Their native tongue is based upon this ability. And although uh, other species find the Athorian language beautiful, it's impossible for any non-Athorian to actually reproduce their language. That's Which crazy. makes sense. You got two yeah. mouths, four throats. Their language is a mixture of notes, tones, and inflections resembling music in two-part harmony. Because they have, yeah. you know, they can do two tones at one time. Because that's exactly how they sound. You can't do it. Yeah. You can't reproduce it. Oh, I can't. I mean, it's impossible. have to pull some clips. Yeah, that's 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 really interesting. So kind of like the Wookiees. Like, similarly, since they were dispersed and, you know, their home planet was fucked up, just the way they talk. Like, you can't reproduce it unless you're actually that species. Mm-hmm. You can understand it, but... That's about it. Yeah, so before before the madness that happened with the Yuzhan Vong, their planet was lush and tropical. Technology and nature existed together in harmony and was designed... Like Wookiees. Yeah, and was designed to be environmentally focused. Yeah, all I'm thinking about is Kashyyyk right now, how they had, like, repulsor lifts, but it was, like, built into trees and shit, and, like, they just live on, off wood and bumblebees and whatever the fuck they <laughs> ate. Wood and bumblebees. <laughs> the honey... <laughs> Honeypot. <laughs> I, I don't know. Space bees. Space bees. Must be it. So their their species is very, uh, not religious, but like spiritual. Because they, they their, their entire life's kind of based off of what they call uh, they, their deity, which is the mother jungle. So basically just picture mother earth and how we, we talk about that idea like yeah the mother earth we got to save her because she's all these plants and animals and all this stuff and they they like religiously thought about their planet like that yeah so when the planet was destroyed not only the physical plants and animals were killed but like their spiritual connection their culture was destroyed so it's very it was more devastating yeah. to them than you could even conceive their way of life was destroyed because of a virus or whatever the fuck happened on their common f- cold. To preserve the planet's... Yeah, speaking of that, to preserve the planet's surface, they lived in floating cities called herds or herd ships, and all Thorians contributed to support the other members of their tribes. So I wonder, like, from when the like species came about, how long did it take them to like figure that out? Like, that they didn't want to live on the surface. Are they, is everyone always floating? Are they always in ships? Are they always on like these like flotillas that are trying not to like mess up the surface of the planet? That's so interesting. 
Well, I get back to fucking Kashyyyk, where everything, they don't live on the ground because the ground has some crazy-ass creatures, so we'll just live up in the trees and build walkways. Like, is that what they're talking about? They just live above yeah. the surface, so they just live in the bushes, tall bushes? <laughs> yeah, something the George like Bushes? Yeah, something like that. They traveled over the planet, hovering above semi-intelligent before trees, B-A-F-F-O-R-R, Baffer trees, before trees, without touching down in order to do as little damage to the environment as possible. So not that they're running from giant Kashyyyk spiders. It's that they just don't want to mess anything up, which I guess makes sense. Don't want to step on the grass. Just in case. Keep off the grass. (laughs) Keep off the grass, yes. (laughs) It's a common saying there on on Ithor. (laughs) Makes that because... Uh, apparently they worship these trees too, before trees. Mm-hmm. Baffer trees? I'd say Baffer trees. Baffer trees. So yeah, they worship. On rare occasions, select Athorians would hear the call of Mother Jungle and descend to the planet's surface to live and serve as ecological priests, never to return. I wonder if that's like the Force. So you like own- that's, well, that's how they incorporate the Force into their culture. They're okay. like, oh, you're special. You can speak. You hear things from the Force, but they're calling to Mongo, Mother Mother. Mungajunga. The, the, the <laughs> uh, so you only go down to the surface if you're one of these priests. And if you do, you never come back. So what's the point? What is, what is, how is that advancing the culture? Oh, you're really smart and you can hear shit? Get the fuck down there. <laughs> no one's going to see you. The elevator is no return. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, are you, are you preserving the planet? I guess, but like, no one gets to learn about what you're up to. Yeah. Or what you're doing. You're not advancing helping. anything. Yeah. You just never come back. He's smart. Kick him down there. Dad's got work. He's going to disappear. You're never going to see him again. He's got a portion of these trees. Don't worry about <laughs> Water it. Water the roof. Send us uh, fucking checks every two weeks. <laughs> uh, their city ships had many levels, and they were the centers of commerce, culture, and industry. Every five years, the herds would gather at an event known as the Meet, where Thorians would, stel- would tell stories, celebrate, debate, and vote on planetary issues. So they have a giant world fair every five years. Yeah. Everyone gets wasted, has meetings, talk about the future of their culture. <laughs> smaller meets were held in space for those traveling communities not able to return to Ithor. Now these smaller events are the core of Ithorian civilization as they can no longer reside on their home world. So I like that you have that whole, it, it relates because they didn't spend time on the planet's surface anyways. And though they kind of like held it in high esteem, it made, it makes their life easier. Unfortunately, their planet's destroyed, but now they at least can adapt because they're used to living on ships and coming together and having these crazy ass parties. Anyways, <laughs> they're already getting drunk. So yeah. they so just drink more because they they're sad about their planet. <laughs> We'll do it every two and a half years now because we're really sad. <laughs> Just constantly. They got nowhere else to go. Let's drink about it. A couple of them are, <laughs> drink about it. <laughs> a couple of them are Jedi. Some are bounty hunters. But most of them are just, just hanging out and doing whatever. Uh, all right. So it says here they were one of the earliest spacefaring species, which is actually really, really interesting. I've always wondered about that. Like which species end up getting out to other planets at what time. The interstellar ships they built for space travel are similar to their herd ships, but equipped with hyperdrives. I don't, I don't I just, there had to have been one culture that came up with hyperdrives first. And then when they traveled, the other cultures like adapted the same technology or something like different cultures aren't just going to come up, come up with the same exact technology to make space travel. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, Yeah. I wonder yeah. who invented it in the Star Wars universe. Like the Protheans in Mass Effect. Like they came up with this culture. 
And now everyone has it and uses it, and they all kind of are based on the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're always called hyperdrives. They always do the same thing. I don't know. Their hyperdrive is just based on a tree. It just looks like a tree, but it does the same thing as everyone else's. <laughs> I don't know. What's the difference? They did a Kessel Run in 14 parsecs instead of 12. <laughs> uh, their vessels mimic the environment of their planet, which I thought was actually cool. Featuring indoor jungles, artificial storms. Why would you want an artificial storm? So shit grows. Just in, you can have it rain, but not like storm. You gotta water the rock walkway. You can have a couple artificial hurricanes and fuck everything <laughs> oh, up. Artificial just time. in case. <laughs> Typhoons. <laughs> Humid atmosphere, vegetation, and wildlife. On the ship, that's pretty sweet. We got a scheduled earthquake at five. We gotta <laughs> everyone brace yourself. Tie some shit down. Get the zip ties out. <laughs> uh, they commonly travel around in caravans to trade. That makes sense. What do you think of the overall? I think it's a cool species because they're not, while they are technologically sound, that's not what they're known about. Like, they love their plants, they love their culture, they love the earth, or whatever, the Ithor that they live on. (laughs) That makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. We call it the earth, and they're going to call it the Ithor. Except they're going to go, or Ithor. Um, Yeah, if if you don't know what they sound like, Fuck off! But uh, <laughs> no, the only reason—the only reason we we know is from Kotor, and I Not remember the only reason. But that's the I only remember. reason I know from the, how they actually speak. Dude, yeah. I remember cussing him out, and he going, "Oh, like please don't." Yeah, the uh, specific reference to Kotor is the owner of the droid shop where you can buy HK forty seven. That's right. He's an, he's an Athorian. He's on Tatooine. Yeah. And if you are dark side, he, I feel really bad every time because he sounds really sad. You know what's funny is even if I am doing light side, I I make I do that because he's for, so, just to so get expensive. Him. Yeah, I know. Like you talk him down to just like still three grand. You're like fuck that. That's but a I lot. I feel really bad. Like he's just trying to support his family and I need HK Athor babies and meat bags. You're just like about to threaten him and kill him for some extra credits. So Athorian, the only other Athorian that I know of in the Star Wars universe is that Jedi. From the Clone Wars, the first Clone Wars cartoon. Yeah. Um, we just watched a clip of that. And with his two mouths and a, a bunch of throats, <laughs> he actually attacked General Grievous. General Grievous. And, and collapsed like a hallway on top of him. So, like, even though it's something natural that they have, they can push it to an extent that it can, like, vibrate and it's, like, destructive. Yeah. To a destructive point. So he uses four throats, added some force power, and destroyed an entire like room with it. Yeah, it's like force push, but it's you're pushing it with your breath. Well, I was just gonna say like sound waves. Yeah, like burps. Bah, like <laughs> seismic charge. Shaking the chandeliers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh they are peaceful and respectful to other life forms. Makes sense. People are dicks to them all the time, which makes me feel really bad. <laughs> well, they're, you're, yeah, you can. They're, they're the nicest, most peaceful species from the most beautiful planet that got destroyed when everyone just treats them like shitheads. Yeah, because you can walk on them. They're not going to say anything. You're a <laughs> That's bitch. So mean. I like your culture. I feel really bad. Every time I play Kotor Dark Side, I feel really, really terrible about mm. that. Uh, they're herbivores. Oh, wow. So for every plant that they consume on their world in keeping with their law of life, they would plant two more to keep the environment thriving. So I feel our like actual Earth could take some notes from the Athorians. I feel like that's not plausible. Like you would get to a point where there's not enough area. <laughs> that's probably true. Like I'm going to eat this tree. Now we're going to plant two. Wait, where, where are we going to put it? Where? <laughs> we're going to have to build a walkway <laughs> above that and plant trees there different layers of trees. (laughs) 
Yeah, so they're so peaceful, they don't really have many weapons, and that's what made them vulnerable to the Yuzhan Vong, which basically just took advantage of their culture, just fucked everything up. Well, it's a luscious so planet. They've got a lot of food. They've got a lot of resources. There's yeah. probably, like, mining. Probably rocks and be. a bunch of stuff under the the soil. Yep. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, and they're right after that, they're pacifists. So they're just trying to chill out and worship their trees. They don't want any trouble. Snowball here. That's not the same guy. <laughs> so they're basically just long-necked tree huggers dropping shrooms all day, <laughs> and they're trying to do their own thing, but everyone else wants their shrooms, so they're coming up from, yeah. Four-throated hipsters. I want to know how you tell a male authorian from a female. What's their genitalia look like? That's the f- <laughs> where you're going with this. <laughs> <laughs> the important, I don't know, man. The important I have, part. I have, I have no idea. Um, all right, let's see. Or are they asexual? Are they? Do they reproduce by budding? Do they lay eggs? You've made that proposal in like the past six episodes. <laughs> yeah, you just pop up. There you are. Every time we start talking about something, you're like, maybe they just do budding. Budding. We were talking about Uncar Plutt last episode. And you're like, maybe you just reproduce by budding, raise his daughter from a bud. From a bud. <laughs> yeah. That's not the answer to every question in Star Wars. Could be. <laughs> it's not, man. Um, there's more stuff about the Yuzhan Vong, but that's not, it's like legends now. Right, right. So I'm overall, talk about that. So, Commander, overall thoughts about Athorians? What do you? What do you? I've always liked them a lot. Uh, I've always liked them a lot. Now that I know that they're expressly pacifist, makes me feel even worse for treating them like shit. And Kotor, <laughs> really feel bad. Uh, but I thought they were really cool creatures. Their voices are awesome. Super bassy. The only issue I have, it's and it's not with them, but so if they're living on such a lush planet and they're peaceful beings. And they don't really have weapons. There's got to be other shit on that planet that isn't peaceful. Like a carnivore cat or something. But what are they going to do? If the, if the cat attacks them, they're like, well, you're a part of this Ithor, our mother jungle. So I'm not going to smack the shit out of you. But you can <laughs> you can eat me, but you got to replace me with two other Ithorians. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's if, just, you eat, if you eat me for food, make sure my mom gives birth to two more kids. <laughs> but yeah, so it's that's a funny way to think about it's, it. It's a cool species, uh, very uh, cultural wise, similar to uh, the Chewbacca's of the of the universe. But the Wookies, you mean? Yeah, but I can see Wookies eating meat. They have sharp teeth. Yeah, Wookies don't give a damn. Eat spider they, jungle. They fuck people up, man. Wookies are huge. Wookies are strong. That's the one. That's the one big difference because these are the hipsters. Wookies are like. Vegans, but they also have guns. <laughs> <laughs> That's a way to put it. There we go. So if if you enjoyed this, you turned the shit off. If you didn't, it's already <laughs> off. Um, but make sure you, you, you tune in uh, for the next EU Extra. We should be talking about something different. It's going to be exciting. I'm not going to tell you. You're going to have to tune in to find out. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be random. You'll know. You'll be clicking on it. <laughs> but once again, Rogue Squadron Podcast. You can check out all of our stuff on RogueSquadronPodcast.com. And just go to iTunes and hit the subscribe button, Rogue Squadron Podcast. And leave us a rating and review. I am Mopar. I am Commander Cody. Thanks, guys, for tuning in.
I think one of the favorite things that we do on the podcast is reading off drunken rambling emails live on the show sent in by you guys. And I have to say, I think I speak from Opar when I, when I say this, that we're sad when you don't send us emails. It's fun to talk to everybody in the group chat, all of our lovely patrons that are in our WhatsApp group chat. But every once in a while, just a really long rambling email sent at 3 a.m. when you are obviously eight beers deep. There's nothing quite like that. So we want to hear from you. Send us an email, Podcast at gmail.com. Tell us how excited you are for the KOTOR remake. Tell us how much you hate The Last Jedi. Tell us how much you love the prequels. It doesn't matter. Tell us how much you love Batman. Tell us how much you hate Batman. Let's talk about all of it. Don't eat for 12 hours. Chug a couple beers. And write us a message. Uh, we would love to hear from you. And our favorite thing is to read those off live on air. So um, send that over to us. Shoot us an email. Rogue Squadron Podcast at gmail.com. We are looking forward to hearing from you guys.